Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, welcome back to the show. And that's music, of course. If it's Metallica, either means... Wolf specifically requested Metallica, or Kyle Vandenbosch is joining us on the Arizona Sports Line, and here he is. It's got to be Kyle Vandenbosch, of course. Kyle is here. Kyle, uh, what would you think of the game last night? Yeah, it was a completely different looking game than the week one preseason game. I thought um, it was sloppy, missed tackles, um, blown coverage uh, at times. I I think both sides of uh, both the offensive line and defensive line uh, didn't play as well, didn't control the line of scrimmage. Um, so, you know, I I was thinking last night about what the difference was between week one and week two of the preseason. Um, and, and I'm not blaming the player. I'm blaming the philosophy. This team is winless with the fullback on the roster. <laughs> I think that's, that's got to be the answer. Oh, you! Did you see it? Were you shocked that there was the Arizona Cardinals went out and they got Josh Hokett? Don't say Hockett. They got Josh Hokett. Were you shocked the Arizona Cardinals actually had a fullback on their roster? And forget about the 0-1, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I, I was shocked. Um, <laughs> so was I. <laughs> yep. Uh, we're talking to Kyle Vandenbosch. Kyle, you kind of mentioned it on defense and not not singling out one player, but he's going to get singled out until the season starts. What have you seen from Zayvon Collins now through the first two games? Um, hey, you know, it's interesting you ask because I went back uh, this morning. It's really hard to follow how he does um, when you're watching it live. So I went back and I watched it this morning. Um, last night I came away with the impression that it was a mixed bag because he, you know, made an open field tackle. Um, seemed to be in on another couple tackles, but um, watching it this morning, I, I think he's still got work to do. To be honest with you, um, seems like he gets swallowed up by blockers quite a bit. Um, and um, just watching him a couple times, it seemed like he played on the wrong side of a block. Um, his, he's just not quite as instinctive as he needs to be at that inside linebacker position. Um, and uh, the one pass uh, early in the first quarter where um, it was it was blown coverage, it appeared to be um, he had like a hook curl drop and he chased the receiver into the flat and then the middle of the field was wide open. So um, while, you know, I'm – I'm certainly not um, an expert on coverages that appeared like that was possibly uh, he was partially responsible for that play as well. So, Kyle, what players caught your attention last night? Um, you know, I think the receivers, uh, the same um, group of receivers, um, you know, Andy Isabella, um, I think Bolden played well. Um, Greg Dorch, of, of course, um, had another good game. So I think uh, the receivers that are fighting at the back end of the roster, um, I, I think they played well. Obviously, Jonathan Ward played well. Um, Keonta Ingram continues to play well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is, is it Wooten? Is that who it is? Uh, he had uh, yes! Chandler Wooten played, played really a good well game. Um, with has good notes for the football. Just it seemed like um, listening to – uh, you and Pash last night, like he called his name quite a bit. Um, so um, he, he really showed out well. Um, you know, on the flip side, um, again, I don't think – I think the offensive line struggled for the most part, particularly in the first half. 
Um, you know, Trace McSorley um, did not play as well as he did uh, the first week, but he was under duress uh, for a good part of that first half, didn't have time to set his feet, um, was, was scrambling and trying to buy time um, for the most part. Uh, but he was also, uh, when he did have time, um, there was um, a couple of throws that were just off target. Um, so he wasn't quite the same as he was the week before. Um, so, you know, I, I, again, I keep looking for um, which of these young outside linebackers um, is flashing, which one uh, is potentially separating himself. Um, and I'm not seeing much at this point. Um, I'll tell you, um, Dennis Gardeck looks fast, quick, and explosive. I think he's going to be a factor this year. Devon Kennard looks like a different player than he was last year. Um, he didn't play in the first preseason game, but looked good and was very productive in his limited reps last night. Um, so, um, you know, it, it, but I think we're going to need, um, especially with whatever's going on with Marcus Golden, who hasn't practiced in three weeks, and if it's if he's dealing with a toe injury, um, that's a tough injury for uh, for a pass rusher. Um, so one of these young guys is going to need to step up and be productive. I'm just not quite seeing it yet. And, um, um, you know, I, I was talking to Craig Greeley last night. One of the random um, odd facts coming out of the game or stats is um, Keontae Ingram and Trey McBride had as many tackles as Jesse Lucetta, Cam Thomas, or my, and my Jay Sanders. That's uh, maybe not the best stat. We're talking to Kyle Vanderbosch. Uh, Kyle, the corners, that was an area that I think most people agreed was was the biggest question mark on this team. I know it's preseason. It's two preseason games, but you haven't really seen a whole lot to, to indicate, hey, that, that situation and that position is shorn up. What do you think they do there going forward? Yeah, I think it's time to uh, start looking outside of that, that room, um, just particularly for depth and experience. Um, I thought Josh Jackson uh, played well in the first preseason game. Last night he really struggled. He had a pass interference and also got beat um, on a touchdown pass. Um, you know, and Christian Matthew is showing some things. He's, he's uh, a physical corner. Um, he's He's feisty. Um, you know, he was in on a lot of tackles last night, but I don't know that he's quite ready. I think you probably need a guy that you can bring in that has some experience, um, and the time to do it is now. Um, you know, I don't – I realize corner is a position at times, um, you know, you can plug a guy in and just say, you know, you've got to cover this guy wherever he goes. But um, I think you want to get a guy um, in your system, get him in practice um, so he can get up to speed on the scheme and, and the techniques that you're teaching. So – um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring somebody in in the, in the very near future. And Kyle, are you worried about the lack of reps for the starters in this preseason? I am, but I don't. I mean, I obviously don't know anything because I was really concerned last preseason as <laughs> so well. Was I. I was concerned going into the opener um, or the the preseason opener, and, and you know the twos and threes looked extremely sharp. Uh, I will say this: um, you know, while it's hard to take a lot from preseason games because the the stars and the players are going to rely upon are not getting those reps. Um, I think you do get some indications about what you need to work on and the fact that um, there was a lot of missed tackles. I don't think that that's going to – it's exclusively indicate, indicates that it's just the twos and threes that don't tackle well. It shows that we're not quite doing something right and that it's something we need to address and work on because it's hard to imagine that, you know, your twos and threes are missing all these tackles, but the starters are, are a different breed and they're not going to miss tackles. 
um, when the regular season hits. Talking to Kyle Vanderbosch. Uh, Kyle, before we let you go, obviously Kyler Murray called plays again in the fourth quarter, and they made a big deal of the fact that he called both the uh, the scoring drives. One of them was a very short one, but both the touchdown drives. Why don't more teams do this if they have a younger quarterback? It's a good question. I actually think it's a great idea. Um, you know, you, you get used to the flow, and, and as Kyler gets experience, you know, um, you know Peyton went through this, and Tom Brady went through this. A, a lot of times, um, you know, your first few years in the league, um, you're strictly relying on the offensive coordinator um, to put you in the best position, to put you in the right calls. You, you might have a check or two that you can make based upon what you see. But as you mature, um, quarterbacks get a feel for what's working on the field. They can see things from a different vantage point than the coaches on the sidelines can. And when you get – and look, Kyler's locked up. He's going to be here for – the foreseeable future so to empower him down the road and say okay what are you seeing um why don't you go out there and and call plays at the line of scrimmage because i mean you know this offense when it is at its best they're operating at a pace and they're moving the ball and they're getting up on the line of scrimmage quickly sometimes getting the call from the sideline um it delays that process and slows everything down but if kyler gets into a groove and and feels how things are going and what's working and, and um, is seeing things really well from the field. You know, down the road, I don't know if it's this year or maybe next year, but he's going to be here. Um, for him to take ownership and be able to go out there and call plays himself would, would be a huge asset to this offense. Kyle, just remember, Josh Hokett. Just remember, <laughs> Josh Hokett. Okay, bro? I haven't seen him. Does he have, does he have a neck roll? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that isn't that mandatory for all fullbacks? You know what? I need to talk to him about that. As a matter of fact. Oh boy, this poor guy. Kyle, thank you, Thanks, brother. Thanks, Kyle. You got it, guys. Have a good okay, one, man.